Hey everyone, Immunization here. Just wanted to put this special episode out there for you all. It's actually a project that Adorno had been working on for a while in secrecy in celebration of our 200th episode. 200! I'm here too, standing behind him. Yeah, just in enjoy this. The boys and I really, really loved it. We honestly got kind of emotional over it. So overall, just a huge thanks to Adorno and all the other DN Army members that were a part of this. And without f any further ado, enjoy Superlative Podcasting presents Relentless, the wonderful boys who kept firing. Hello, I'm Jane Duty Bench, and you're tuning into Superlative Podcasting, a show that highlights the best, the brightest, and the boldest in internet digital audio media. For the past 100 years, we have exposed audiences to shows that expand horizons, challenge us to think and feel, and make us laugh and cry. In our century on the air, we have engaged with literally thousands of superlative podcasts, shows of the highest order, quality, or degree, surpassing or superior to all others. On this week's episode, we look at the broad and indelible impact of another pod, Do Not Relent. DNR, as it has become known to its scores of fans, is hosted by three towering giants in the world of podcasting. Mr. Slide Whistle, a.k.a. Felipe Fang Navarra Coffin, Immunization the Vampire, a.k.a. Alex, and also Erin, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. To celebrate the show's 200th episode, we present Relentless, The Boys Who Kept Firing, a look back at the superlative aspects of DNR through the eyes of the DN Army and its three hosts. Hi, and welcome to Relentless, The Boys Who Kept Firing. On this special episode of Superlative Podcasting, I have the pleasure to share all about my favorite podcast of all time. My name is Adorno, I'm a gamer, a goofer, and I guess I'm a Gilnan, or at least I main a worgen mage on Proudmoor. In real life, I'm also a proud soldier in the DN Army. A loyal listener, singularly committed to this off-the-rails WoW podcast, Do Not Relent. What is Do Not Relent, you ask? Two, one, three, Archers, attack! Do Not Relent was established in December 2018. Uh, since then, it's become a media empire. It's a podcast, a Patreon, Discord, Twitter, a sleeper cell guild faction, and a live journal. Its three hosts met at Michigan State University, a storied institute of higher education that my cousin Nancy attended. From these lofty academic beginnings, our heroes emerged to take over Warcraft, podcasting, comedy, and the intersection of all three. I've been a fan of Aaron Immune and Slide Whistle since the first time I heard their show. I was really just looking for any old new WoW podcast to listen to. I wanted something to take my mind off things for a while. It was a year into the pandemic and I was feeling tired, depressed, anxious, antsy, hopeless, and I know a lot of other people were. My brother Tao and I had started playing WoW again after a number of years away from the game. It was entertaining, and it reminded me of the good times I'd had playing back in the aughts. 
so I rolled some new horde tunes and made my way through a lot of the BFA zones. Podcasts were a great supplement to my playing. I could learn about lore and see what others were doing in this expansive, massively multiplayer online game. I had checked out a lot of podcasts, shows that had been around for a long time, shows with a big following, shows with uh, cool names, and many of these shows were really good. Uh, they were good at what they did. Some were really knowledgeable and some were really helpful with tips about gameplay. And uh, I liked being able to keep up to date on all the news, blue posts and rumors. But I didn't really identify with any of those podcasts. They often took themselves super seriously. They could be way invested in epic gameplay or industry drama. Or they had a lot of inside jokes that I just didn't get. It seemed the barriers to listening were actually kind of high. None of the pods felt very welcoming to newcomers. And I was just a casual player who was, frankly, kind of clueless about what was new in the game. It's an odd place to be for someone for whom the world of Azeroth holds a special place in their heart. I'd played WoW way back when it first came out, and I had played the real-time strategy Warcraft games before that. But it had been about, you know, 15 years since I'd last played WoW. I wanted to see if I could find a community of players that enjoyed the game the way I did. Not being a tryhard, not being uber competitive, not worshipping Blizzard, yet not hating the talented people who made the game either. I wanted a critical but appreciative podcast. Aimlessly browsing the Warcraft media sites and YouTube channels, I came upon another pod, Do Not Relent. It was an instantaneous warm feeling. They were enjoying themselves. They were enjoying being on the air. They were enjoying playing the game. I just have to drink beers while I play games. <laughs> they were funny. Nah, they were hilarious. They made me laugh when I desperately needed a laugh. Champion, my Reese's pieces need recovering. I've, I've dropped them. Uh, you can have these M&Ms. No, they're not the same. <laughs> he says, I need those Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter, chocolate, oh, E-E-S-E-S. Well, double two songs, look at that. The first episode I heard was episode 119 from April 2nd, 2021. And the first thing the hosts did on that episode was to come out. Hey, what's up? I'm gay and I'm Slide Whistle. Hey, it's immunization. I'm also gay, and we happen to be a couple. Two-thirds of the hosts are fucking. That's, that's the most important part to take away from this. Or at least uh, two of the three came out. I'm Aaron, fire mage extraordinaire, horde punching bag, and unfortunately, sis hat. I'm Ew. marrying Cubbybub. Wee! I felt disarmed and ready to laugh and enjoy the game with them. It seemed like they were kind of interested in enjoying the game with people like me. They talked a lot about their listeners and other members of the community. I've been trying to gear, like, level this character up so that I can play a little bit with uh, the friends I made on the LFR podcast Discord. They were just so open. Yeah, part of it was their coming out, but another part of it was explicitly inviting participation. On that first episode I listened to, the guys received an email from a fan. They followed through in watching the link to the YouTube video that fan had sent, and they talked about it on the air. Thanks, thank you for the email that was addressed oh, yeah. to Aaron. Th th thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. I hope I receive personal emails, and if, if you guys do send me personal emails, can it just be like your favorite Wendy Williams clip? Because I'm starting to watch that, and it's so bad. It's so fucking bad, it's so good. Their openness to others reminded me of the zine community I had participated in back in the 90s and 2000s. That was a community where you could just write to random strangers who shared a common interest. 
I was encouraged to write the DNR boys an email immediately after hearing their show. Among other things in my email, I thank them for brightening my day. I told them I smile the whole time I'm listening. Each one of the hosts read my email and each one wrote me a separate reply. It felt like I had made instant friends. The new camaraderie reminded me of the best fantasy role-playing experiences I'd had. Being able to see the game with your own eyes, to make it your own, to see a beefy necrolord warrior lady with a face completely hidden under a dingy cowl, and to celebrate her sexiness. So let me tell you, I talked to her a lot back in the day, and she smells putrid, but she looks like a Colterian in drag. And it was so easy for them to push aside the bullshit, reactionary, misogynistic, hateful, bigoted aspect of gaming. I loved how they made fun of toxic gaming culture and uh, how stupid the internet can be. Just become a streamer. You can say the gamer word and then you'll get a bunch of subs. In episode 119, Aaron and Slidewhistle joked about how fancy their graphics cards were or weren't. Jeez, Blizz, why can't your game match the unmatched speed of my GTX 1500 graphical card? Damn, you got a 1500? Fuck, dude. Yeah, 94. It's, pretty, it's pretty epic. It's, uh, it's poggers. Oh, yeah, baby. And I was playing on a stock laptop. I didn't have much hardware to brag about either. It was funny. And then they totally deflated all of the hot air out of Twitch by riffing on how stupid that site can be. Pog champ. Uh, I mean, you, you didn't say a Twitch, uh, Twitch meme speak. I honestly don't think I really know any. I'm like just never say, on say Twitch. something misogynistic. Yeah, That's pretty much the Twitch energy, anyway. Give it, give it your best shot. Like, what do you imagine a Twitch word to be? It's not poggers or pog champ. Ready, go. I think I would just be spamming a bunch of emojis. Okay, that's fair. There are a lot of good face that's emojis. Fair. Now make the face of the emoji you'd spam. Um, the Kim Kardashian crying. No, no, no. One. Just make it. Just make it right now. Oh, there it is. The viewers can't see it. Eric can't see it. But it's beautiful. Uh, uh, I don't know if beautiful. But, you know, they didn't take themselves too seriously either. When we leveled the girls, were you always balanced? Because I swear I never saw a chick. Yeah, what were you when you leveled? Do you want to know the real tea? I honestly, did you, did you not have a spec? I don't remember you doing anything during... <laughs> I don't remember you doing a damn thing. <laughs> the real tea is, one, I was useless. Two, I was technically balanced, but half the time I would forget that you needed to go into boomkin form, so I was even more useless. That's why we never saw the chicken. That's why we never saw the chicken. The hosts weren't tame or bland or boring. They were kind of edgy, but in a totally respectful, honest, and self-reflective way. Of course, my explaining the jokes is a poor substitute for just listening to and enjoying DNR. It really needs to just be experienced how easily they drift in and out of their structured discussions of what they did in Raid, and the goofs and bits they improvise on the spot. This is what you call a quality podcast segment. I still smile every time I listen. By far, the best part of listening to DNR has been getting to know the hosts in the DNR army. With that, I'd like to follow up with some of my fellow soldiers. They definitely bring a magic. I can't believe that three people are out there floating around in the world and we just cosmically bump into each other and I end up being something that I wanted to be that like, you're just floating out there. Like you're like, I want to be this and I don't really know, you know, 
and then it just it, it's almost like a, a, a fucking internet miracle of some sort yeah and then they're in chicago too that's that's rad as fuck i'm catching up with gershom she's the host of another wow podcast called thralls balls they're generally a really great podcast although they made the questionable decision to have me as a guest one time at any rate here she is telling me about do not relent and what it means to her the reason i'm on thralls balls is because of dnr the only reason the only reason I know about Thrall's Balls is because of DNR, because I was listening one day and it was during COVID. I was working from home, so I was just just binging podcasts and I was sitting there and I, I don't remember what episode it was at this point, but they had gotten an email, like a review from fucking Wooly. <laughs> and, and he went on this whole long thing I had something to do with Illidan and they had said something on the pod about Illidan like never getting laid being like an incel rage <laughs> right <laughs> and and that's what happened was Willie wrote it and he's like no hell no that's not true that's not true and he started going off about Illidan getting it wet all the time and I think he said something, you can't spell butt sex without subtext or something like that. Which is, and so Aaron pipes up and he goes, that's actually true. I just wrote it down. That's actually true. <laughs> and so after this whole long thing, this whole like rage letter that Wooly wrote, there's like a nice review and he was like, no, but I disagree with you. Illidan's been getting laid and this and that. And one of them said, oh, by the way, check out Wooly's new podcast. It's called Thrall's Balls. He's still looking for a co-host. And this was like maybe around the time of like episode four or five. And so I listened to all of them. And then I listened to the one, it was episode five, famously, the Undead Cloacas episode, which we've now realized is it's Cloacai. It's <laughs> Wooly fucked up and said Cloacas. That's another inside joke, right? <laughs> yeah, Cloacai, yep. <laughs> and so by the time I heard that, I was like, I'm fucking done. I texted Wooly. I hit him up on the DMs on Twitter and I was like, yo, are you still looking for a co-host? And he was like, yeah. But the whole point is that DNR actually brought us together. It was very organic though. You know, it was very organic. It was just a bunch of like-minded wow heads with dirty mouths who smoke pot and drink booze and, and talk about Warcraft. When I caught up with Gershom, I asked her to tell me about her first memory of listening to Do Not Relent. I was on the bus, I was on the way to work, and I heard one of uh, Vanderlyle's emails. Shout out to Vanderlyle. And uh, fucking, they like all took shots and they were like gagging on the pot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, these guys are drinky booze. I thought it was so funny. And I was like, I, I texted the show, I was like, I think I just heard like Vanderlyle's like first review, like, was he the first fan of the show? And Alex was like, yeah, I think he was like the first fan of the show. <laughs> like Vander Lyle, he really was. I asked Gershom if she had a favorite episode. I could probably recite the entire episode by heart. And it's uh, Chicago's Makara. 
because <laughs> I'm from Chicago and I just I just know it and it's perfect. <laughs> I will listen to it when I'm in a bad mood. I'm like I've heard this shit a hundred times and I will listen to that. Sh it's so good. I think one of the best parts too, like like the bit like the bit within a bit that i'll remember the most i'll tell you this so slide is talking about he's like one dude was coming down on a bike and then the other dude was coming up on the other side of the street and they crashed into each other and aaron interrupts and he goes do you mean a bike like a pedal and I'm like, clearly you don't understand Chicago. Like <laughs> these fucking gangbangers ride around on bikes all day long. Like you have no idea. <laughs> I'm basically thinking to myself when I'm listening to this, I'm like, great. You got the neighborhood white guy crack addict. And a fucking Mexican gangbanger. And they crash into each other on bikes. <laughs> I was fucking dead. I almost want to go listen to it right now. It's just so good. <laughs> it's so funny. And the way they start out with like the fucking the music from like Stranglethorn Vale, like with the, the doom doom doom. Like I was just so fuck I was like, wow, these guys are too smart. They really are on their game. I certainly didn't want to diminish Thrall's balls while talking with Gershom, but I had to ask her, did she think Do Not Relent deserves to be called the best podcast ever? We call each other uh, podcast besties, but they are they are definitely the dominant in this relationship. I mean, they started it. They were the they were the ones talking about subtext and butt sex and <laughs> gangsters crashing into each other on their bikes. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I can't even explain it. I I how do you explain why why they're the best? I mean. Like I said, like we like my whole entire podcasting life would not exist if it was for them. Like they're, you know, all the all the butt sex jokes aside and everything, like they're literally almost more like they helped me discover a part of myself that I was not confident enough to do myself. Like I sat around for a long time thinking about doing podcasts, tossing ideas around, not really feeling confident enough about myself or how to do the editing. And I just kind of let it slide. I'm like, well, that's always something that I'll do vicariously. And then like whatever happened, and I'm being dead serious right now, like how I came united with Wooly and everything, just one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And really like, I have to give DNR credit for all of that. And I'm not making jokes right now, all jokes aside. Like they literally helped me peel back layers of myself, of confidence and, and just a whole bunch of other things that I, that was there, but like they definitely helped me realize what I was capable of. Gershom's listened to every single episode of Do Not Relent. And I have too. So I asked her if she was going to continue listening. I was actually just recently thinking with as much time as I sit down at work that I should probably go back and listen to them all over again. And I know that the boys would probably highly discourage me from doing that. <laughs> I think I just want them to know how grateful I myself am for their friendship 
and how grateful I am for the friendship and the camaraderie that they provide to other people I care about. Like it's very unique what they bring to the table. Like a lot, a lot of us are friends, you know, air quotes, like internet friends kind of because of them. And I don't think that's to be taken lightly. So I hope that they continue to do what they want to do, that they rock it, that they keep bringing us those sexy NPCs and those TTBBMMs. And we keep hearing Alex gagging on vodka shots because <laughs> that's always fun. And just um, happy 200th, guys. Thank you for... Thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. After I caught up with Gershom, I was able to interview a few other members of the DN Army, but some people were further afield. So I got some voicemails from those people and also some letters from DN Army members out in the field that we're going to read. Here's something in my inbox marked urgent. Let's see what this is about. Hey, everybody. This is Cubby Bob. Okay, I got to cut you off, Cubby. We're going to Easter egg you a little bit later in the show. I guess we can catch up with another West Virginian, Crucifix, who is responsible for what is probably my favorite in-game encounter at the Snug Harbor Inn. Uh, my character name that I go by is Crucifix in-game. I'm from West Virginia and uh, been playing WoW since 2007. I listen to the podcast at my job and come across the DNR one night on accident. I think it was around August 2021 and just fell in love with the guys, man. They just, they give you information on what's going on for the week. They talk about what they're doing in game and it helped me stay connected to Warcraft when uh, I wasn't able to log in and play. Yeah, I, I joined uh, the Discord, I think in August of 2021, right around, uh, I think the, the first episode that I heard was titled the leaf blower i believe i really enjoyed it and uh you know the banter the guys have back and forth with each other i wanted to go back to the beginning and listen to all the episodes to stay current with the whole show and stick with it so that's what i did and once i got caught up then a couple more guys and gals joined the discord and i just from there joined other communities and all around has been a great time but yeah i've listened to every episode and and stay current with uh, the group so Crucifix, you've played with the guys in game. Do you have any favorite memories of playing with them? I made a character about on on Proudmore. I made it a hunter named Growlorella. It was, you know, for for um, Growlina. I set up this thing to where I kind of leveled it secretly, and I got to I believe level ten. And I whispered in game to uh, Aaron, and they met me at the motel for in in Boralus, and then everybody came down that's the first time that we kind of met in game and then like immune showed up slide showed up a lot of people from the discord showed up in game the whole podcast is there we just kind of had a party there in the end for a while i've ran some tour guests with uh with aaron and i've done a few keys with uh immune and slide and every time i've ever played with them it's, it's always been a good time do you have a favorite episode that's hard to answer because every time I hear one, it's there's there's things about all of them that I like, but I'd have to say that my favorite episode to date is uh, is the whistle one. That's probably my favorite one to date.
and that's an older one, but I really enjoyed that one. That's you can't listen to these guys in public because you just laugh and people just look at you like you're crazy. Okay, so why is the whistle episode your favorite one? Uh, one of them had a whistle, the little slide whistle noise. What the hell? Oh, fuck. I didn't know. Is that what you were doing during the break? You were taking, getting props? Someone would say something, and then they'd make the little slide whistle noise. Someone would say something, and they'd make the noise. Uh, when I see Voidmaster even shade, my, my PP goes. <laughs> and uh, one of them said, well. I think after this episode, something's getting confiscated. <laughs> and he said, oh, is it going to be this dick? <laughs> <laughs> episode 45 it was hilarious okay as you know they're nearing their 200th episode is there anything you want to tell them on this special occasion uh i'm just i'm glad that i found this community and i'm, I'm glad that i could be a part of it i've met a lot of people in game and through the discord uh that otherwise i would have never met i've really enjoyed it and i'm i'm happy the guys are, are still doing this and i hope that they just bang out 200 and then and head for the next hundred because it's just uh, it's a joy to listen to and they're doing a great job and I'm, I'm just really proud of them. All right, well here's a special message from my man Wooly. Hey, it's Wooly from Thralls Balls. Huge congratulations to DNR on their 200th episode. That is awesome for them, and they fill a hole for me personally in the podcast world that I've been trying to fill for a long time. I was a huge fan of a show called Lagging Balls that was whimsically vulgar. And they had to close up shop, and I was left in the cold. I was like, oh, who do I listen to? And then I found these guys, and they were talking about Rastakhan eating ass, and I said, yes, these are my people. This is my crowd. If it's not slide, bring in the sass. It's immunization, bring in the banter. Or Aaron, bringing the obscure references that somehow work very well, even when I don't get them. It's just the perfect soup of hilarity and informativeness. Information? Informativation? I don't know. Something something Nicktoons. Anyway, congrats on episode 200, you guys. So glad you have gotten that far. Hope you keep going. I see no reason why you wouldn't. Congrats again. Fans of Do Not Relent know that there aren't just three hosts. There's actually five. So here are the fourth and fifth hosts, Jamunky and Suli. Jamunky's going to start telling us about how she found the show. This is Jamunky. I found the DNR podcast in a little bit of a roundabout way. Um, Suli and I were actually in the guild with the guys and didn't didn't know they had a podcast until one day we were doing battlegrounds and I don't know how we ended up in the same battleground as immune um just by chance we weren't cued with him or anything and some random person <laughs> said immunization from the do not relent podcast and uh he confirmed that it was the same one and they they fangirled a little bit for a second and uh then I just kind of forgot about that for probably a year or so until we started raiding with the guild um and one day I just decided to look up 
the the podcast uh, and the first episode I heard they were talking about our raid adventures for the week and it was uh, really funny to hear about some of the opinions of the other people in in the in the raid team and it felt uh, definitely a sense of camaraderie since they shared a lot of the same struggles and uh, uh, challenges that we had um, and we've been listening ever since. Okay, Jumanke and Soli, tell me about your favorite memories of listening to the podcast or playing with the guys from the podcast. I think the, the funniest thing that I always remember after listening to podcasts is different stories and commentary they have based on their interactions in the game and most, you know, more specifically our guild adventures and our raid adventures. One thing that always sticks out to me is when we had first discovered the pod and we were kind of going through their back catalog and listening to previous episodes, there was a an episode that I still crack up at every time. When we had first started raiding, before we knew anyone, we didn't know any of the hosts. And they were talking about how someone else in the raid group was being rude to me and it was just really funny because slide kind of described the situation and he was like i don't even know her but i was offended <laughs> so it just gets me every time uh and i really appreciate that they were standing up for me even though even though they didn't know who i was this was back when nathria was current and it was kind of a similar situation except for it was a time when the guild was struggling on heroic and they were talking about who's shitty DPS and who's not. And they were going through a list of people and I was in the not crap DPS. And I was so proud because that was the first time in a while that I really was serious with rating. And I was like, all right, I'm not that bad, but I'm also not that great. But to be called out by name, because in case you hadn't noticed, my character name is also my real name. So it's like a double dip of being called out as being good or moderately okay at the game. I was like, all right, all right, this is cool. This is cool. I like this. My proudest moment was when I actually beat Immune on healing <laughs> on uh, one of our raid nights. It was something that I'd been trying to accomplish for months, and I thought it was the impossible, but it happened. I know. Promptly then smoked me on every other boss for <laughs> the rest of the night, but I had that accomplishment. Okay, fourth host of the podcast, Jamonkey and Sully, is there anything you want the guys to know on the occasion of their 200th episode? 200 episodes is a crazy accomplishment. So I think I speak for both of us when I want to give our props to them and uh, say that we're, we're proud of how much effort they put into each episode, how much work put into all the recordings and all the post-production um, and all the thought that they put into for the most part, sometimes they don't put a lot of thought into it. I'm just kidding. But they do seem to always have it planned out pretty well. And they do a really good job of making it feel off the cuff, but feel organized at the same time, which I know in podcasts is kind of tricky to do. Nixie, how are you two doing? Doing well. Yeah, doing you? great. All right, Tao, I know you. You're my little brother. Yeah, yeah, I'm How's a dorm little brother, Tao, and uh, it's going great. I'm actually, I'm one of the people uh, Adorno has conscripted to the DN army. Wonderful. And, uh, yeah, actually, you once uh, 
you once introduced me to it on a camping trip. We ended up listening to about uh, what, how many episodes would you say? Maybe like 20. Yeah, over the course of the whole trip, which was quite a bit because, you know, it was only a weekend trip. Yeah, we listened to a lot of DNR on that trip. So, yeah, what, what do you remember of, uh, of those DNR episodes that I made you listen to? Oh, well, I just loved uh, listening to all the guys uh, chat about WoW, which is something that I really, you know, me and you actually got into it back in uh, the early 2000s. And, uh, and it's just always been kind of something fun to do with you. And then to, to kind of hear them, you know, actually have that the same kind of like camaraderie was a really great experience. I actually, I, in tradition of getting more people into the DN army, uh, uh, I've got my fiance, uh, Nixie, to listen to a couple episodes. And one, one, one you, I've only gotten to oh, listen okay. to one. It was on our drive, but it was great and it was really funny. And there was some part in there that I loved particularly. It was like, I'll do the Arthur voice right to Arthur. <laughs> to Arthur's <laughs> face. Me up. No, it wasn't Arthur. It was Andrew, wasn't it? A yeah. It do the Andrew, Andrew voice. I'll do the Andrew voice. At right. Andrew. Right at Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, we think the whole group super charming and love listening to the show. Maybe congratulations. Though, yeah, on congratulations 200? on 200 episodes. That's, that's amazing. That's really amazing. And it sounds really funny. I can't wait to hear all of them. Yeah, keep up the good work. We'll keep listening. Tao and Nixie, thank you for talking with me. I know I will see you around. Here's Mike, whose name I have been mispronouncing for a while. Uh, my name is Mike, uh, CLK. So uh, it's not Click. Uh, shout out to Gershom on the uh, Thralls Boss pod. How did I hear about him? Honestly, I listen to a lot of uh, WoW podcasts. Um, so during the week, I have like certain days where it's like certain episodes. I finished my episode for um, the Lion's Pride Tavern, and I didn't have anything else really uh, for Wednesday. So I was just looking through, and I, I, I just found, I, I just happened to come up on them, honestly. Um, my favorite is definitely when Aaron uh, does his uh, Sylvanas voice, just because he does it so fucking perfect. It's been really great. I went back a little bit. What I've heard, it's a great show, you know, keep, keep it going. And uh, here's to... Uh, 200 more. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, indeed. Okay, here's a submission from Vander Lyle. He is reading some questions that I wrote to him, and uh, this is his real, authentic human voice. What was the first DNR episode you heard? Episode number 23, Sweat Into the Oldies, Gumbo Edition. Which DNR episode will you remember the longest? The one where I thought they were going to name Ahab Weetooth, Ezra Chatterton, the sexiest NPC of the week. DNR is the best, my favorite podcast because. They made me laugh at times in my life when it was hard to. What is the most important thing you want the hosts of the show to know on the Acassian of their 200th episode? I can't believe we called our go-kart the Movavenger. Congratulations on 200 episodes. Hope we get 200 million more. Shout out to Joe Dorno for putting this together. It is a special community. Love you all.
Hey, this is Tyre, a.k.a. Arpen, a.k.a. Tracer, which is a name I came up with in 2008 when Overwatch was just a twinkle in Jeff Kaplan's eye, a.k.a. Will. Wow, 200 episodes, huh? That's 20 more episodes than Seinfeld got, but 10 less than the Goldbergs currently has. Did you guys know that Goldbergs has been on for nine years now? And they're still making more. Who is watching this stuff? Anyway... I love the show. You three give your unfiltered opinion about the game, the community, and of Blizzard itself at all times. Much like your personal idols, Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder, and Joe Rogan, you are bold truth warriors on the podcast battlefield, bringing the light of reason to a community that spends most of its time in dark basements. Slide, I can't tell you how many times I've heard your passion and raw emotion stir some great conversations on the pod. You probably care more about World of Warcraft than anybody. Well, except for all those people who get paid to play it, but besides them, you're the top. Aaron, your creativity bleeds into every aspect of the show, uh, whether it's your many segments, your songs, special shout out to Quest for Hat, or finding a new way to say, I don't play classic because it's hard and I keep dying. I know you're always looking for unique things to spice up the pod and you do a great job of it. Immune, I just want to say I see you and I'm thankful for you. I don't know the reality, but it seems like without you, the show would crumble. You're the glue that holds it all together. And by it, I don't just mean the show, but I mean every aspect of the host's lives as well. I'm sure Slide would be in prison for tax evasion or something without you around. Anyway, guys, uh, I got to go hop in my Maserati. Uh, the countersuit against uh, Trade Chat went really well for me. Uh, Aaron, your half should be in the mail soon. But uh, keep on keeping on, guys. There's a lot more World of Warcraft to come. There's hopefully at least one more Warcraft movie to come. Uh, we might have to rip it from China and get subtitles for it. But if it comes out, you guys better talk about it. Keep on doing it guys. And that that's all. Yeah. Tyra, I hope that's not all. I hope that after you won that lawsuit, you learned that uh, you should just do what you want and make podcasts the way you want and name them what you want. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Now we're going to move into the mailroom segment where uh, I roped my partner Gedney into helping me read some letters from other members of the DN Army. I'm going to start reading a letter from NSYNC. Uh, NSYNC wrote to me and said, I've been out of WoW for a while, but I still kept up. One day I found these guys from a recommendation under the starting zone on Spotify. I started listening and immediately felt welcomed and in place here. They had my humor and love for the game. I resubbed and joined their guild. Even after falling off in Shadowlands, I still listen and donate because I believe they are doing the Lord's work. Blessed be. All right, so we have three letters here from the front lines. This first one is from Sarah Sinhawk. She says, What to say about these talented boys? They have a chemistry and flow that really should be on a next level. They have this magic that takes you out of daily life and makes you feel part of their inner circle. Constant laughs and derailed tangents make this pod shine as it is wow plus so much more. They really help when you need them too, in-game and out, making the experience really amazing. I've listened to all the episodes now and wish they were on their 1,000th episode just so I would have more, lol. Slide Immune and Aaron really are the best humans. And the next letter is from Tajurlia. The first episode you ever heard. The first episode I ever heard was episode one. When I found the podcast, the boys were on 50 or something, so I started at one and caught up. DNR is my favorite podcast because of the boys' easy relationship with each other. Really makes it feel like I'm sitting at a table and talking and drinking with friends. I'd have to say Aaron, to me, is the funniest. His timing and voices he can pull off really help with a lot of the jokes in the podcast. 
favorite segment mine would be the time warps i love trying to play along and losing a lot Overall, DNR being my first World of Warcraft podcast and first podcast I ever listened to in general quickly became my favorite, letting me feel like I'm surrounded by like-minded people who love the game. It has led me to meeting and talking with a lot of people that I'm grateful for. What started as three friends just trying to stay in touch has really blossomed into a warm and welcoming committee of friends and comrades. Congrats on 200 episodes. For the Alliance. And our last letter is from Heavy. I will remember the episode featuring the weed whacker the longest. That was too funny. The lore that was created based on that lol. DNR is my favorite podcast because no matter how big they get, they are still super approachable. Aaron is the funniest. There is something about the way he speaks and things that he says. The quest for hat was super interesting and funny just because he was doing it. Immune is definitely the wisest. No explanation needed. Smoothest and classiest. Wild seed. Big asterisk due to absolute trash Domino's taste in pizza. Oh, and as far as best tunes, I don't know, probably Immune. Wild Seed does really well, but I don't think I have ever seen anyone consistently beat Immune in healing. Silliest joke, one for blowing, one for showing. Same for laughing the hardest. I was at work in the office listening to this via earbuds and laughed out loud. This is also lasting the longest, I actively say as much as possible. Sexiest NPC of the week is obviously the big homie Rendell, the only vendor NPC to get updates, even Blizz knows. Wild Seed is the best at Time Warp. If there were stats, I bet they would prove it. Bravest Dance and Spiciest Take is not liking Lou Malnati's, especially since they live in a city where it is honored. It would be like going to Philly and telling them cheesesteaks are trash, or like Callie and saying avocado toast is trash. Favorite segments, Time Warp, and anything Aaron does, like Quest for Hat and stuff. Oh, and the male fan stuff is always hilarious. I forgot who Growlina was interviewing exactly, but it was funny because they only had one word dismissive answers and Aaron just kept going with it. I play with Immune and Wild Seed a bunch, and nothing is better than downing a new boss and them playing their favorite song by Viper. For the 200th episode, I want a reevaluation and a public apology for Wild Seed's stance on Lou Malnati's. Okay, one last letter from Shantyman. Uh, he apologizes that he wasn't able to record this, but uh, he sent me something to read anyway. Uh, Shanty writes, Can't believe it's already been 200 episodes of another pod, Do Not Relent. And in the vein of Aaron, I did use its full Christian name. With so many episodes, how does one pick a favorite moment? I know I can't. So I'm nominating every single Sexiest NPC of the Week segment. In honor of 200 and hopefully many more to come, I'm nominating Immunization, Slide Whistle and Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinary, and Horde Punching Bag as sexiest PCs of the year. Looking forward to what the future brings and massive congrats on 200 boys. All the love for all you guys do. Shanty. Let me go next. I didn't catch this next guy's name. Uh, it seems like he knows a little bit about Warcraft. Uh, anyway, here he is. Greetings, champions. I'm looking for the DNR Me Festival. I know you've never seen me before, but I'm a huge fan. I remember, what is it, 200 episodes ago that I caught your first episode over Mind Vision one evening when I fell down an Alterac snowbank and bruised my... Well, that's neither here nor there. Kind of like all of us, am I right? <laughs> now, champions Alex and Felipe, please don't take offense. I don't want you to think you're chopped Talbot liver, but I'm really here to see Growlina. Is she here? Her voice is so powerful and mellifluous. I just have to meet... Oh, Growlina is a character. Played by Aaron. Color me chagrined. I hate it when Ken's right. And I've forgotten my hearthstone. Again. Ah, well. 
Is anyone sitting over there? By Aaron? I mean, Growlina. Alex and Mune and Slide are all hosts of the highest quality, but they're also hosts with unique individual qualities. They each bring something special and unique to the table. In the previous segment, you got a taste for this. In the next segment, we're doing some senior superlatives for the boys. In what ways is each one of them the best at something? I asked around, and here are the answers I got. Slide has the hottest takes um, <laughs> of, of all of them, for sure. Yeah, Slide's takes can get the uh, blood boiling sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Alex is the one I want to be when I grow up. I don't think that's a real superlative, but again, I'm making it happen. And... Aaron is... Aaron is... He's like Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> That's a superlative, Mr. Worldwide. Because yeah. he, he's like, he has that heart and soul of a wizened man. He does. Because he's such a unique guy. He kind of encompasses like the best of everybody. And then he'll carry your team to victory in Overwatch. Most adequate Overwatch player. <laughs> <laughs> And they're also unique in their own way. I'm so blessed to have made these people as my friends, honestly. Alex gets best hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> his, his long hair is so beautiful. It's so straight and, and just really pretty. <laughs> it gets it really makes you want to touch it. I guess Slide Whistle will get class clown, I suppose. Or, or maybe like most likely to like eat anything you dare him to eat. There was actually an episode and he was surprised I remembered this, but like, I guess at his work, they, they nicknamed him the vulture because he would go around and be like, are you going to eat that? <laughs> like he would eat shit that people weren't going to eat. I don't know. Well, he's got this big goofy laugh. It reminds me of my own, honestly. <laughs> ah, and Aaron, like, he's a tough peg because he's so funny. Aaron is a salty motherfucker. He's so funny though. Maybe like most likely to choke on the water that he's drinking while he's doing like a ventriloquism act or something like he's just <laughs> like just that goofball, like that funny guy. I'll never forget the episode either where like he um it, they did like a Christmas episode back in like season one or two where like Gralina sang a bunch of Christmas carols in the Gralina voice. And I was like, oh my God, how'd he do that? Like, did, I don't know if you ever heard that one, but it was funny. I was on the bus and I'm like, what am I listening to right now? But I, I just couldn't skip it. <laughs> I wasn't skipping it. I was like, this is fucking fantastic. <laughs> Aaron has this funny thing where he like, he jokes around on the pod about being like a small boy and he's not, he's like 5'10". He's not small at all. He just says that he feels small compared to Slide and uh, Immune because they're like 6'3 each. <laughs> like, they're much bigger people than I realized <laughs> when I met him. He just does the, the funniest stuff. I mean, he showed up to TBCon with like red fingernail. Like, he's just, he is rather unforgettable once you get to know him. <laughs> Alex is a sweetheart, even if it takes him a while. Like, if I DM him something or I DM him a thought, he will always 
right back. And I think that's very considerate of him. He seems to have like very good manners. He does brighten up my day. I can think of times where like somebody said something shitty and just like in a group conversation or like in, in like a mythic plus or something. And he'll be like, listen, that's not what we're doing right now. Like he does have like a very like positive attitude where like he doesn't want any sort of like conflict or anything like that. Okay. Which host has the mightiest tune? That would have to be, that would have to be my Beastmaster buddy, Metaloid. <laughs> yeah, boy. The fucking pink hunter parses all day. I'm over here with like seven DPS and he's like, I'm like 16.9. And I'm like, what the fuck? God damn it. Dude is a beast. Not a beast master hunter. He is so fucking good. And I'm just like, I'm sitting over here with like my dick in my knees, like, mm, uh, I don't know. I'm going like, mm. and slides like, don't worry, you didn't die a bunch of times in a mythic fucking 17. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't really do anything either. <laughs> but yeah, Metaloid is, um, yeah, that's my foil. That's my foil. That's my boy. Yep. Which host is the funniest, and why? Aaron because he laughs at his own goofs the most. Which host is the wisest? Immune because he points out the most different perspectives. Which host is the smoothest? Slide because he does the most in-game politics. Which host is the classiest? Aaron because he is the only one I have seen wear a tuxedo. Which host's tune is the mightiest? Puke beard. What is the silliest joke from the show? Micro holiday ratings. Which joke had you laughing the hardest when you first heard it? The guild's mythic Jane amount sale. Which jokes have lasted the longest in your mind? Critabilly's grandkids running the guild. Who is the sexiest sexiest NPC of the week? Mirasmius. Who is the best at time warp? Slide. What is the bravest stance the DNR boys have taken? Not taking off the eye of Nzoth. What is the spiciest hot take the DNR boys have put out there? The Borrelous Ring. What are the brightest highlights of the podcast? Viewer submissions read during the show. What is your favorite segment? DNR Thoughts. What was the finest interview that Growlina has done? Brewfest, 2019. What is the saddest one news that the boys have covered? I am including a hero's call board throwback, but tires fall out from the midnight salmon market crash. What is the naughtiest thing the boys have talked or joked about? Skullfucking Gorak Tool. Have you played with the boys in game? If so, What's the raddest thing you've done with them? RBGs, probing sodiers, killing horde with growl in Maldraxxus. Um, and I did want to put in a final plug for which host is the wisest. Uh, mostly because I am an immune stan, so I have to say Alex is the wisest. But I believe that's probably my healer bias showing, and they're all... They're all wise in their own ways, but I'm, I will die <laughs> saying Alex is the wisest. 
I tried to keep this project a secret from the podcast hosts, but I did ask them for a little bit of help with it. I asked each of them to tell me about their favorite memories recording the podcast, and each of them got back to me with something really special that they hadn't shared with the other hosts before. I mean, honestly, it's it's probably thinking about how uh, forced segments we used to be, and they had to be in the exact same spot. And we, we, we did a lot of pre-planning, I feel like, to try to figure out what goes where. And we stuck to that for way too long uh, for people who literally can just flop the seat of their pants and <laughs> use show notes very rarely. Um, I feel like Aaron doesn't read the show notes most of the times, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like the, the flow is pretty good. Um, I like, I think it's also really great that some episodes we just basically stop recording, but we keep talking about the things that we were talking about for like another like 30 minutes or so, like a hidden secret after dark, after dark. That's always fun. Um, I also like that it's like, um, a time capsule for shit that I can't remember. I don't remember what I did last week. So being able to go back to episode one and hear what I was doing or eating for lunch or whatever the fuck I was doing that day. I love that shit. Okay. As far as memories, favorite memories, when it comes to creating, do not relent. I feel like I have two. So the first one is episode 54, obviously the first first annual Best Bakers Award show. So we went into it with a plan of it being an award show, but we really just freeballed it. And it was just, okay, we're going to have some host there. And then I think it was... I distinctly so we had Cubbybub and we had Sweaty Gumbo coming on to be interviewed but other than that it was just Aaron pull out whatever characters you can and those who listen to it remember we get both Pedal Feet coming out of the void and Twilight Proto Jake come out and those sessions of just improv because and I don't want to fucking sound pretentious with this, but so infrequently do we get to do just actual back and forth improv work other than the show being Im- improvised. But usually it's going based on the prompt of news or something happening or something we wanted to discuss. And this was just fun improv back and forth, them reacting, me being the character. It was a really fun time. And the other big memory that I have was probably the first time we recorded live. So for episode five, you can't see, but I'm doing air quotes here. I know the the big goof was that it was recorded in two th- the first day of 2019. Obviously, it was not. But for that, it was... We recorded all around one mic for the first time. It was funny to be able to tell jokes and see the live reaction on each other's faces. It was something we had never done in the, at that time, like 150 episodes we had recorded. And that was also just nice because it was the first time I had seen Slide Whistle and Immunization after the pandemic. We had hung out 
the weekend before everything started shutting down and for almost two years we had never seen each other other than like the occasional live stream or something like that and to see them for the first time in years and to record a fun little goof together it just felt really good can't say that every week is the same emotional impact as the others but i do love making this show with my two best friends and those moments really stuck out to me it's yo boy immunization overall i'm just kind of proud of us for sticking with something for so long i feel like at least personally i'm not the best at finishing anything not that this will ever be finished but like here we are almost four years and 200 episodes later and i still have a blast every week recording with my two best friends about a game that i really enjoy and i think that's like why we have honestly stuck with it and what i'm most proud of with do not relent it's that we basically decided we were just going to record a wow podcast we came up with goofs and ran with it which i feel like pretty much sums up everything we do in our lives but if I had to name a few of my all-time favorite, like, running goofs that we've done on the show, well, it's a little bit of a throwback here. I'm going to say the In Chains gag we did for probably a lot longer than anyone found it funny, but again, that probably sums up about everything on this show. <laughs> Ooh, or um, the... I was going to say a running joke, but no, it's just the truth that Aaron, like, literally let all of Teldra Silver into the ground by only saving, like, two night elves. But overall, I am just proud that we have found a way to create a show where I feel like we just have fun every week and we're just ourselves and we just goof around and for some reason people like that and... We have slowly but surely formed a DN army, which I think is a pretty cool little community. I think Aaron and Mune and Slide know they have something special. I mean, they've got no false modesty about their accomplishments. About 17 months before I'd ever heard of them, they took time to celebrate themselves with an award at their first, first annual Best Bakers Award Banquet, uh, episode 54, that Aaron was just talking about. There is one last award that we have to give out tonight. <gasps> oh shit, what? Wait, and actually? I didn't know about this. Wait, what is it? Like, actually, is it? there is. I, I, I've been holding on to it because I feel like it's very important and it should be our ultimate award of the year. And it is the award for best podcast of the year. <laughs> well, maybe That's it. <laughs> Wait, who is it? Who is it? So oh. l- let me open this up. And it says the winner for the best podcast of the year. It's us. It's Do Not Relent. <laughs> it's Do Not Relent with the best. It's already been decided. Pack up your bags, Talius and Evatil. Get out of here, Half Hill Report. Hit the bricks, the, the gamer boys. We're the best. Yeah, on one level, that's just an ironic, self-deprecating joke, kind of characteristic of the guys, but I sincerely think they deserve that award. Uh, They are the best podcast. Their worthiness has been proven in the years since the first, first annual Best Bakers Award. You've heard that from everybody in the DN Army that we've interviewed today. One thing that still amazes me about the show is how they've been so consistent. 
few podcasts can keep up with original, effortless, and highly entertaining content for this long. And over the past year and a half, I've enjoyed weekly episodes, bi-weekly, Patreon-only, After Dark episodes, regular letters from my girl Growlina, and daily Wordle scores on the Discord. I look forward to a lot more. I know the guys will deliver. The DNR boys have not relented. They won't relent. They can't relent. They're relentless. So, on behalf of myself and the DNR army, I wish the boys a happy 200th episode. And I pray for many, many more hundreds of episodes to come. Okay, if you thought I had forgotten about Cubbybub, don't worry. I wanted to save her for last. Cubbybub, or Kate, is one of my favorite parts of the show. She's somebody who's been on the show as a guest a few times, and she's pretty active in the Discord. She does Twitch streams with Aaron, and it's always a pleasure to interact with her. She and Aaron were recently married, and I just think it's one of the best things ever that we've been able to see this relationship develop and blossom over the past couple of years uh, listening to the podcast. So here she is, in her own words. Hey everybody, this is Cubbybub, and I wanted to talk about my DNR experience and how the first episode I have ever heard was actually episode number five, so we're going back like years. Um, the, qu the quest for hat specifically is what I remember from this, and the song that Aaron made for this so uh, <laughs> this episode. And I remember it being so silly, and it was the first episode that I listened to before we started officially dating. Um, we're married now, by the way. Uh, three years later, I think. I think it's that long. About 32 years? 2020? I think that's when episode 5 was. Yeah, about two and a half years. Um... So I wanted to just say one of the first things, uh, the first wow things I've ever experienced from these three, uh, specifically it's going to be about Aaron mostly, um, in the basement area of my parents' house, he was telling me the, the, uh, chronology, uh, of the initial lore of Warcraft while well, he he himself has curated a playlist of music from the game uh, it was playing on the TV behind us while he was telling me this uh, by the way this was like almost an hour and a half of him just talking at me uh, I had asked him to tell me about what WoW was about and he just delivered I did not ask him really to make this TED talk but my dad walked down the stairs while he was doing this and while this was all happening he was just talking at me about the lore he did not once ask what the hell was going on so even though he was telling me about the entire lore of world of warcraft uh, my dad did continue to uh let me date the him and take my mom's car to visit him every other month so just wanted everyone to know that um so he is the reason that I know World of Warcraft today. Um, I, uh, other than Aaron, of course, I, I do want to let the boys know that I do love them all. They, they are an unstoppable trio that I think make the World of Warcraft community a better place 
I know this has been one of their main goals from the beginning. Um, they, I think they have definitely succeeded in this, in the community they have made. And I think we'll only move forward to cultivate this, to cultivate them even more. Um, if I even knew anything, if I didn't know anything about WoW, anyway, and if I had to rate ever, ever had to rate anything just purely on just vibes, just good vibes, um, I would become a WoW expert, like, immediately. I, I From just hearing them, just hearing them talk, just how genuine they are, just how great they are together. Um, <laughs> the podcasting space needs more positive hosts like that, I think, especially in Warcraft, um, who genuinely love what they do. So I want to thank them. Thank you, boys. We love you all. Okay, Easter egg number two. I have a confession to make. I was Growlinicos. I was Growlerner. This is Adorno confessing to my crimes. I'm sorry that Grelinikos was so violent towards Grelina. Um, he really just liked her, and it's kind of like uh, he didn't know how to express that. So I'm sorry for deceiving you all. I know at one point Aaron asked me uh, flat out if that was me doing those shenanigans, and I told him no. That was a lie, and I need to come clean about that. Here I am with my confession. I hope it's uh, at least entertaining to you guys. Love you. Bye.